Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit, they like it here, they move here. And Harold Smith. In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community, is an excellent place to be from. And now, Rivertown Review, the podcast. We welcome you once again. It is episode 32 of, dare I say, Hannibal's original podcast. It is the Rivertown Review. Thank you can dare. I, why not? Because it happens to be true, as far as we know. To the best of our knowledge. <laughs> That's right. Which is something we might say one or two times in this <laughs> in this podcast, which we are about to embark upon. Yes, indeed. And, and uh, I'm Megan Rapp. And I'm, and I'm Harold Smith, yes. And we, yeah, every so often, there are, there are times when we start out knowing exactly where we're going, and then there are days like this where we're just not sure but uh, it, we hope you enjoy the journey half as much as <laughs> as we're going to uh yes well let's hope we enjoy it you know all all enjoy it together because uh we've as as we record this we have just gotten clear of the holidays and we've turned the corner into 2019 and uh, shut my phone off so that it doesn't <laughs> ring it well let's see let me fix this so that it absolutely doesn't ring anymore <laughs> talk among yourselves now unavailable i don't want to talk to unavailable are you kidding me okay. you could have won 10 million dollars uh yeah well that'll be that'll be my loss there is an arabian prince who just needs to have his <laughs> yes, money right. yeah all he needs is my social security number and my bank account number and he will put in yes, right. many blessings to you and 10 million dollars uh, uh, you've, you've seen the picture they've posted on facebook of the of the vault that's full of cash just filled to the brim and uh it was uh i'm i'm an i'm a uh, you know uh, nairobian prince and i have all this money but nobody would ever answer my emails <laughs> <laughs> just sat here and if you believe that <laughs> exactly i got some beachfront property in rensselaer that i will make you a heck actually there is beachfront property in rensselaer because they have a lake so you know so, so they you know they could possibly have so i need to well being from pike county illinois my line always was beachfront property in, in eldera uh, which they no beach in Eldera. No beach in Eldera. No. Uh-uh. Well, but we are talking about property during uh, this podcast. Speaking of, yes, that that's right. So uh, it, we it, don't have any to sell you, but we're going no. to tell you about some. Exactly. No bridges or beachfront property or, or anything like that. Uh, it occurred to us as we were figuring out what the heck we were going to do for episode 32, uh, we talked about um, the name Hannibal, where it came from. We talked about the uh, Carthaginian general, uh, and the only reason I know that word because I got it in here. And he crossed the Alps on yes. elephants. Yes, he did to defeat his enemies. That's right. There's the Roman Empire is in, in there somewhere, I think. Well, but, he was fighting the Roman Empire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that Every, nobody liked the Roman Empire. Hence the word oh. empire. If you have the word empire behind your name, <laughs> mm-hmm. chances are there are a lot of people that don't like you. Yeah. Mainly the people that you made an empire. Uh, yeah, the people you had to walk on. To become an empire, yeah. Exactly. Ottoman yes. Empire, Holy Roman Empire, mm-hmm. British Empire, just... Yeah. But there is is a person that is generally credited with being the founder of Hannibal. Correct. Hannibal, yes. Missouri. Hannibal, Missouri. <laughs> yes. Where, where, from which this podcast doth emanate. 
And as we are recording this, it is 2019, so mm-hmm. we are celebrating the bicentennial of the founding of Hannibal. And so we thought to ourselves, hmm, well, we know that this guy's name is Moses Bates. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Don't know. Don't know much else. Don't know anything else, <laughs> so, really. So you ought to you ought to see this book here that that Megan has in front of her. Well, it's just a little light reading I picked up, Carol. Oh, actually, that thing is huge. It's the history of Marion County, Missouri. Uh-huh. It's the illustrated edition from 1884, so it's pretty current. <laughs> I'd say so. Just going to say, and, and current. It, it's closer to current for <laughs> Moses Bates than it is for us. I know he didn't autograph it, unfortunately. But <laughs> then you'd have something. Then, then we'd really have. <laughs> oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah. Megan described that book correctly when she first walked in here, and she talked about having a book. Yeah, that could cause a concussion. It does. It, <laughs> yes. it, it can. Yes. Um, but it does give some interesting information that before we endeavored to do this podcast, I did not know. And we yeah. think that people would find it interesting. Not only people that live here in Hannibal, mm-hmm. but also people that have visited. or And let's just be perfectly honest. The word Hannibal nowadays, nobody thinks... Oh, I remember that from history class. That's the Carthaginian general that crossed the Alps. <laughs> Probably not. No. And we, we talked about that before. More than likely, when people think of Hannibal, uh, they think of fava, fava beans, beans and a nice, nice Chianti. Chianti. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't make the same sound that he made after that and don't particularly want to. No. no. And, and then, you, and what, several years ago, there was a TV show and that kind of brought it all back. So, yeah. Yeah. So how about we find out why our town is named for that Carthaginian general? Yes. And and then we can all maybe have that in the forefront in our in our minds when the next person says, "You live where? Mm-hmm. Then, or then, you visited where? Well, but now, now, yeah. and when and to begin with, we have talked a number of different times. I know when we had the uh, um, Clark Crookshank and um, Frank Elmore in here, we talked about and we talked about several times. It's all about the river. And you want to get to it Yay. as far as the sound, the founding of Hannibal is concerned, the settlement of Hannibal. It all started with the river. It, it all started with the river. Um, and obviously just a little bit of, of, of history, if you're um, foggy on where this area is and what it was, because Missouri didn't become a state until 1821. So yes. we're talking about the Missouri Territory, yes, which was part of the Louisiana Purchase. Mm-hmm. So course this before this became part of the united states it was this huge swath of land that uh lewis and clark were set out to hey we just bought this go see what we've got (laughs) yeah from from new orleans to to uh, all the way up into the northwest and we're not yeah we made this purchase made a heck of a deal on it it was a it was a nice deal but then uh, president jefferson said uh, hey lewis clark yeah, you know, go head out. See, see exactly what we bought here. Go Look, kick this, the tires on that thing. <laughs> exactly. This great <laughs> big, meant, this, uh, Well, the wagon wheels. Yeah, go this, kick, this <laughs> great big pig in a poke we got here. <laughs> and of course, you know, Lewis and Clark, a lot of times people think that they might have been the first people in this area. And, oh, and no. they weren't. There were, I mean, there have been um, European explorers and trappers and, and so on and so forth since, you know, well, 16, 1700s. Yeah, yeah, so. and, and you want to go back before that. Basically, the Sac and Fox Indians 
um, were in Northeast Missouri uh, for for many many time for many many years uh, in not only in Northeast Missouri, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Uh, the, um, you know, the, there were also some Chippewas, that kind of thing. The Osage uh, in were the there area. even before the, the Osage. Sac and, and Fox. Yeah, I that's mean, right. If we're talking about, I guess, I guess I should have, um, prefaced this with saying the, the, uh, European settlers yeah, or, or, the, or the, or the European yeah. people, the folks journeying from European countries to here. Obviously there was a native population. Uh, yeah, bef- before that. But then once we get into the into the 1600s, uh, some names that are familiar, people who know explorers, we talk about Lewis and Clark. Uh, Father Marquette uh, came through this area at one time. Uh, the name that caught my eye was uh, Don Antonio Soulard. People who know the St. Louis area know the Soulard area. That's where... And that where they have they have a big Mardi Gras celebration. Yes, yeah, that, they have. That's in they, the, in they the... basically closed down all of Soulard, so mm-hmm. for the big Mardi Gras parade. But yes, he was um, a Spanish surveyor general. Mm-hmm. To to according to my two inch killer book over <laughs> yes, here. That's right. And it was actually him that it. Of course, you know we we know where the name Hannibal came from from the from the gen from the Carthage. Always got to say Carthaginian. See how many times we can say that. From the from the general, but he actually named uh, a a small a, tri- a tributary, yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is actually Bear Creek mm-hmm. now, but he named it Hannibal. He named it Hannibal Creek, and um, what is now known or has is referred to at least on plat maps as the Bay de Charles. He called the Scipio River. So Scipio and Hannibal, uh, both back in that in that era. So he, okay. he was he's naming things for you know ancient mm-hmm. history. Sure. Um, so obviously he had a theme. He had a theme going there. Yes. Um, although I have to sh- I have to tell you because I find it pretty funny. So in this book it says Scipio River, but it has a little little number one, which means there's a footnote. Right. Gotta love footnotes. Yes. Remember, 1884, the writer will not vouch for the absolute truth of this statement. It is given on very good authority, however, and is the most probable version of the origin of the name. Hmm. He's like, so I heard it. That's that's the way I heard it. But it's true or not, I don't know. But that's in regards to Scipio River, not Hannibal. Wikipedia could learn a lot from that guy. (laughs) The writer will not vouch for the absolute truth of that statement. Yes, I feel like I need to put that on a note card. <laughs> there you go. Or maybe we should just do an asterisk at the end of every podcast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a very good authority. And, and yeah, add that add that to the title. Absolutely. Every podcast asterisk. There we go. Yes. So so he had uh, he called it Hannibal um, Hannibal Creek. Um, but apparently in time they found that Father Hennepin had christened mm-hmm. it um, more than 100 years before he did and was called Bear Creek. So, okay. And that was, of course, by the first settlers and trappers here. Sure. Or settlers meaning people coming to trade, not that they built houses and farmed or anything. Yeah. But, but yeah, Father Hennepin, uh, according to what I, I – my information, I, I uh, um, called upon uh, – went to the uh, Hannibal History Museum website, and they talked about – Father Hennepin being the first white man to come ashore in this area in what what is now Hannibal. So, yeah, but as you say, he he went around naming things and dubbing things and, and that kind of thing before others came along. Did you know you still can name things? Hmm. 
did I know that? I know they talk about every, you know, they talk about naming stars and that kind of thing, but no. You can actually, you can still name things. If you own property and there's a, I'm, I'll probably get this wrong, but like if there's like a certain hill or a certain hmm. berm or a certain, you know, something hmm. on that has not been named, you, you can name it. And I can't remember what it's called, but I know the reason I know that <laughs> is because the director of the museum, Henry Sweets, is on like a statewide committee and they get applications every year. They want think people want things to be named and they have to decide whether or not to approve it. You can't hmm. name it after like a specific person, I don't think, or a living person maybe. I don't, there's all these hmm. just uh, random pieces of information. It's not just long dead people that can re- can name things. Hmm. All right then. You well, know. and of course we had we we talked earlier, you know, in a previous episode about the about the hill that used to be named one thing and uh, it had to be renamed because that's what mark twain named it in his book and everybody asked about cardiff hill but cardiff hill at that point didn't exist and finally you guys said the heck with it and just renamed it cardiff just hill renamed, yeah it's called holiday hill in this book <laughs> there you go See? because yeah. at 1884 Four. it was it was that's what it was that's what it was yeah so. Mm-hmm. um so so back to the back to yes. the river the river that's bringing everyone here and people having people name creeks that had obviously had other names before they ever got here because there mm-hmm. was a native population. So yep. they had already named all of those creeks. Um, but so in 1818, um, the land that is now Marion County, where, Her- where Hannibal resides, um, was surveyed by U.S. authorities. And um, person that company, accompanied the surveyors um, was Moses Bates. Um, and he was um, a carrier. So... Apparently, according to this, he wanted to be um, um, become acquainted with the country. So huh. What better way than to yeah hop on a hop on a boat and um, apparently saw this area and with the geography of the area, if you know Hannibal, with Lovers Leap, with with the big bluffs and then the the dip in between, he saw it that it would be a good a good location for a for a future town. I mean, sure. trappers had already used it, and mm-hmm. there have been, there were um, signs that it had been used um, for you know a, a many 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 years um, by, by native peoples. And so he thought, hey, this this looks like a good place to. Yeah. I'm gonna keep this in the back of my mind. Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We want to remind you that if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Also, for comments and suggestions, you can email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com and visit us at rivertownreview.com and Rivertown Review on Facebook. So the first uh, the first uh, building or his um, the first log cabin uh, was built in at the intersection of Maine and Bird, according to this. So what is now Maine and Bird? What is now called Maine and Bird, and um, I'll tell you, it actually is. Uh, it, it there's there's not a, it's not necessarily a coincidence that it was built because um, Mr. Moses Bates was by trade a carpenter. That works out well. Who better to build a log cabin? than a carpenter yeah he was also a virginian in case you were wondering that's right yeah i i, I did i did <laughs> i did read that somewhere yeah well yeah they, there was something uh the, uh, the um, newspaper here the courier post they reprinted something from the mid 1870s 
from the Hannibal Clipper, uh, <laughs> a, a very extensive uh, article written in the style. It's always great being being someone who is you know in in journalism and uh, and uh, writes news in this day and age. And to see the the style of uh, journalists uh, in those days is, is just, it they, was, it was different. flourish, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Things were written with gusto, I'll oh, tell you that. Oh, baby. Yeah, that, that is correct. Yeah. So, so not only was Moses Bates a carpenter, but he was also, um, had a, um, a mill. And so he um, had contracts for building a number of houses. And so that's how he was making his money in St. Louis. So at the time he was living in St. Louis, but he'd already seen this area, head in the back of his mind, supposedly, hmm, would make a nice place for, for a town. Um, and oddly enough, Governor William Clark, again, going back to this is a territory. Yeah, this is the territorial governor. This is the territorial governor. Mm-hmm. Territorial governor, William Clark, yes, of that William Clark. That William Clark, right. Of Lewis uh, and Clark. Of Lewis and, yeah. Gave him um, a large job, and um, so M- Moses Bates, having one of the first lumberyards in the city, being a carpenter, um, secured some profitable contracts, and he made some money. And then in 1818, came up via keelboat. Yes. Again, how how much of a throwback is that to Lewis and Clark? <laughs> I, I, that's the only time I've ever heard the phrase keelboat. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Everybody used keelboats back then. Uh, back back in the day, of course. I'm growing growing up mo- uh, mostly in Illinois. Uh, Abe Lincoln was big on keelboats and that kind of thing, and uh, <laughs> as as far as that goes. So yeah, I, yeah we we know the, those of us you know, growing up in this part of the world, we we've we've heard about that thing that that kind of thing one one way or another. Uh, but yeah, he uh, and he had a he owned a steamboat um, the called the General Putnam. Would make make his rounds between St. Louis and Galena, Illinois, and Hannibal just became a logical stop along the way in there, and the rest, as they say, is history. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so he built his first cabin in 1818, and our listeners might be thinking, but wait. You said that Hannibal was founded in 1819. Well, just because you build a cabin doesn't mean no. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't make you a town? No, I'm one, sorry. one cabin does doth not a town make. Doth not a town make. No. So pretty soon after the cabin, um, there came a couple of people with their families, and I love this book because <laughs> it gives their names, and and then and a Frenchman called Joe. And Joe is in quotation marks. I don't know why. <laughs> and not even a footnote or anything. Not even a just, footnote. Just, just Joe. Joe. His name was just Joe. Apparently, he was a Frenchman. His name was just Joe. <laughs> Joe is from St. Louis. There is no last name. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He was just he. What it what was it? He he does not. He will not vouch for the absolute truth. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh. So you know, some families and Joe the Frenchman. Yeah, Joe come the up Frenchman. And, yeah. Sure. Uh, and and of course, you know, at this. time, time um uh, this is the territory so slave slavery is, is legal in this territory so you know moses bates he, um owned slaves yes he did and so um you know it can it can certainly be um uh, I, be- I believe probably on the hannibal history museum website there there are instances to show that he did bring some slaves up to with uh, the purpose of helping to construct numerous buildings yeah. in hannibal yes and so um, 1818 is when several of the buildings were built. And then in the early spring of 1819 
is when um, the actual area, as we know it right now, well, the downtown area, um, it was actually surveyed mm-hmm. and laid out by the by the government. Yes, and then called Hannibal. Yes, and what what these what this says mm-hmm. is that Moses Bates called it Hannibal, probably from the ancient name that bear from Bear Creek. Yes, because Bear Creek was named Hannibal was named Creek, Hannibal. Mm-hmm. and then they realized, oh, what it was already named Bear Creek, so. The town got named Hannibal instead. Just, yeah, just as a consolation prize, you know, the whole town got named for it was first. It was a creek, and then it was a whole town. And then it was a whole town, and then you know, surveyed, plotted out, and then the sales began. Uh, then people started coming, and you, know, you talk about the the connection with the with the lumber industry, and uh, then you know, you want to you don't. I was going to say fast forward, but not that many years. Uh, the Hannibal became, I mean, it was a, it was a Mecca when it came to, I mean, you, you hear, we need to look that up sometime, talk about the lumber barons. I mean, those, you know, those people, um, you know, I mean, you were, you almost moved from this era that we're talking about into the lumber barons, into the Gilded Age. I mean, the, the 1800s was just boom time for the city of Hannibal. The, the late 1800s, post, um, you know, post, post-Civil War, yeah. um, a lot of rebuilding needed to be done. And Moses, uh, good old Moses knew what he was, what he was <laughs> thinking about when he saw this land, because again, you had, um, the, the geology of it, uh, good, good rocks and, and limestone and things to build with. And you had all of this wooded area. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a great place to have a town. Still here. And still Good here job, Moses. Two hundred years later, yeah, <laughs> if, yes. If it wasn't for old good old Moses, where where would we be at this point? Him and those keelboats. Uh, and and honestly, good. you know, just not not to make make light, but St. Louis, to Hannibal, like you said, up into into Galena. First, it was these keelboats that had to be pulled up the river. Oh, yeah. Huh. I, think, I think it said it took like 16 days or something to pull up because you're going against the current. Uh, yeah, if you're going up, yeah, if you're going from here to Galena, yeah, that's, yeah, you are against the against the current. Yeah, that's that's a haul, man. You would have, you would have uh, you know, pecs just, or not pecs, but whatever those, you know, your arm muscles. You're, well, your pecs too. Yeah. You, your muscles are you'd have muscles that Arnold would be in BSF. Yeah, yes he would. Um that yeah, so the first couple of, of families they they took their keelboat from St. Louis to what would be a town and yeah, like something like 16 days because they'd have to take some days off for the men folk to go hunt because they need to eat things and also to rest because they're yes, pulling they're their ways up this wore giant, out. Yes. giant river. That's right. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we look at the Mississippi now and it's, it's pretty good size, but that was before the days of flood control and, and that kind of thing where it was basically, I mean, mother nature, uh, you know, very wide. Yeah, riv, it, river bluff to river bluff basically was, the, the way the river Mother Nature meant for it to run before you know, we came in here and, and decided to, to confine it to what we see now. Yes, and, you know, I, um, I, I always think of, you know, steamboats being the old-fashioned way to travel in the river, not really thinking, well, before steamboats, yeah, it would yeah. have been a keelboat, which would, was way harder. Um, you know, the river was, was dug out for the steamboats so that they could 
pass up and up and down and um Hannibal was a great uh was a great trading location you know you when you look at towns and when you look at how our country was um you know created or how these how how populations are are settled most of the time you got to have you got to have water mm-hmm. you got to have water cuz that's the easiest way to get a Yep. Get up and down, or a water or a lake. Yeah, but in in that day, I mean, river transportation—that's how people got back and forth. Because otherwise, it was it was trails, and uh, you know the, uh, yeah that 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 pioneer spirit. I mean, these people these people came here from somewhere else, and they really didn't know a lot of times what was ahead of them when they headed west. They didn't, they didn't know, and they and yet they they took that chance because. It had to be something better than what they left behind. Which really calls into question, what the heck did they <laughs> yeah, leave behind? What did they leave behind? Oh, Going to this moly. wilderness with hostile yeah. oh, people yeah. on all sides. You're not even a country, by alley. You're in a territory. Yeah that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like we say, it was it was a couple of years between the founding of Hannibal and uh, the uh, yeah, the Missouri was actually admitted into the Missouri. Union. Yep. Mm-hmm. And our original state capital was just down the river because the original, the first oh, Missouri yeah. state capital was St. Charles, Charles, which right. is just north of St. Louis. Yeah. So Hannibal would have been very close to the capital for a couple of years. For a couple of years. <laughs> for anyway. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the information I've got in front of me makes note of the fact that, of course, Hannibal officially laid out, founded 1819, 20 years later, 1839, is when the Clemens family first arrived in town. Yep, and there were only a couple thousand people at the time. So, again, making their way to mm-hmm. a, a new small yeah. place to yeah, of course they came of course they come from came from a really small place came come from came from florida missouri uh to come here so to well and his father wanted to build a mercantile yes so he wanted to get in on the river traffic and the, mm-hmm. the trading and and so on and so forth and that's a story for another day that's but yeah because <laughs> mark yeah. twain mark twain didn't learn bankruptcy on his own <laughs> <laughs> that's right he had his help from dear old dad <laughs> in his family history yeah yeah you yeah we're not you won't hear an episode on the the uh, entrepreneurial acumen of the Clements family. You won't hear that episode here. Yeah. <laughs> we cannot vouch for any any anything factual coming out of that. Uh, yes, I do not vouch for the. Uh, th- the <laughs> yeah, we got we got to remember that the phrase. Accuracy of said. Uh, uh, do not vouch for the absolute truth of that statement. Uh, yeah. And, and and with and with that statement. Uh, yes. Hopefully, people have learned. Um, how this little spot on the map um, became a spot on the map and actually became a spot on the map before the map became Missouri. Yeah, before the map was even even the state of Missouri. And, and I don't know how many times during the course of, of this uh, these 30, now 32 episodes, that we have had people, you have and I have both, that have come to us and people that have lived there here all their lives or been in this area all their lives and they have listened they've gone, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it it happens all the time. Like their parents and their grandparents, and they've all they were all here, and they might have even been some of the first settlers. And mm. they don't know how Hannibal was was they, founded. So by golly, you are welcome. Uh, abs- <laughs> and with that, yes, 
<laughs> well, and I will tell you that yes. next episode as well, we'll have a fun, um, we are going to learn, I know I'm going to learn something mm. from our guest that we're going to have on. Yes. Um, and, and I won't say the name yet. No. But many, many moons ago, when I was but a wee museum studies graduate student, mm-hmm. and I was doing research for the Mark Twain Museum, we were going through old photographs of Hannibal. And every, every book, every book that we picked up that had old photographs of, historic photographs of Hannibal, historic photographs of Mark Twain, historic photographs of the area, all of them would say, photo courtesy of this name this and the other research assistant and myself were like who is this who person is this guy? and why does he own all of Hannibal's old, old photos <laughs> like where was there a treasure was there a pirate chest somewhere and he just found all of Hannibal's old photos <laughs> every single one ever, all of them I mean every once in a while it would say you know courtesy of the state historical society but that'd be like one in ten the rest of them this guy this guy yes and we're gonna have that guy on in our, in our next episode, yes. And anybody that knows Hannibal, really, there is no guess now because they, they know who you're talking about. But that will be next time. In the meantime, thank you so much. You have hundreds of thousands of choices on where to go for podcasts. And the fact that you have come here just <laughs> bewilders us to no end. No, I, no, and, and, I, and humbles us. because. And, but yes. I tell you what, we do know that our, our sound system and our editing is <laughs> it's top of the line compared to some of the other compared ones. to some of that stuff out there oh brother you we can't... hear that from you guys too yeah. so so thank you yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you so very much that is episode 32 of the original hannibal podcast the rivertown review i'm harold smith and i'm megan Rapp. and we'll see you next time thank you for joining us for rivertown review the podcast for more information on all things hannibal visit our website rivertownreview.com If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.